0: Hello and welcome to where You Not Entertained? I'm Daniel. I'm Rachel. And I'm James. And this is going to be the last of our Oscars Best Picture nominated movie coverage. Uh, and we're going to be talking about The Fablemans. We made it, guys. We did.
1: Yeah, Done we did. Dusted. The Fablemans mm-hmm. is nominated for so many awards. Yes. I think it's nominated for seven. Oscars I think so is that correct or was it nine I think it was I think it was seven yeah seven uh, that's that's <laughs> a lot there's been a lot of best pictures this year that have had tons of nominations
2: there's been some good films yeah it's so a it's good got here
0: um best achievement in directing best achievement in music written for motion picture Best Motion Picture of the Year, Best Performance by an Actress, Best Performance by an Actor, both in leading roles, Mm -hmm. Uh, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Achievement in Production Design. So that's a a pretty hefty set of nominations for it.
1: Yeah, that's some intense ones. And this is also, I believe, this is going to be John Williams' last picture. I think he is officially retiring at the age of 91.
2: About time, man. Let the guy rest a little. He's been going hard for a long time, decades.
1: He's had more Oscar nominations than anyone ever.
2: (laughs) Not surprised.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I think he has at least 30 Oscar nominations, and he's won five. So I just think it's really yeah, exceptional. So this movie has so much power behind it. Everybody is just kind of in a league of their own with this film and it's largely biographical for Steven Spielberg.
0: Otto yeah, is, is it? Biographical. Was, yeah, it's <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: biographical. <laughs> it, it felt wrong, but I was like,
0: I was curious about It's based that. off
2: of events in his own life, yeah, and his childhood.
0: It is um, understandably nominated for that many Oscars. Um, I think that there is something about this movie that is... I again watching this much like a lot of the other ones for the Oscars, like I didn't know much about it. Uh mm-hmm. I knew he had to watch it, and so we did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was Spielberg, uh, so it was gonna be pretty good. Yeah. Not absolutely. just producing, he's actually directing and he wrote it too. I was so I was like, okay, yeah. This is gonna be a good movie, regardless.
0: Right. Um but there's something about a a movie about I don't want to say Hollywood. I think the closest example um kind of recently might have been Mank.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um where or you have Babylon. a movie about making movies. Right? Yeah. And there's yeah. just like obviously something very meta about that, but <laughs> <laughs> but it it makes it a lot more uh, susceptible to being nominated for a lot of reward oh, rewards for a lot of awards. Yeah. Uh, because it, it's their art, right?
2: <laughs> hey, let's glorify the thing that all of you are voting do.
0: Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and this movie is, Definitely a heavy favorite for Best Picture because it won the Golden Globe for Best Picture and Best Director.
2: It kind of feels like a Best Picture winner to me. That yeah, I agree
0: with that. Yeah, it's and very, I, very, very good. It is very good. I like, have shockingly, a, I, I've said that numerous times, but shockingly so.
1: Yeah, I had a slight fear going into this that it was going to be very, very slow, and. Just kind of heavy and sad because typically when you have a best picture nominee that follows a family or an adolescent growing up and the the changes and struggles that they go through, they inevitably end up being very sad. That's yeah. just typically how it <laughs> is. But this movie was really more about the joy of movies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. I, it was so much fun. And I think that there's so many interesting characters and dynamics and even with Michelle Williams character in particular, she wore a lot of the jewelry that belonged to Steven Spielberg's mom.
2: Oh, wow. So very,
1: yeah, he very much put his own life into this.
2: And she was incredible. She definitely deserves a nomination
0: yeah. Absolutely. Um this was one of those movies that, you know, kind of like Rachel was saying, I was afraid might be slow. Mm. Um but there was just a quality about it that kept me like I think interested is not even, maybe enthralled might be the Activated. best. Yeah. Captivated. There you go. Another good, yeah. another good term for it. Um, like for the entirety of the thing, even in parts that were kind of slow, it was really like there was a, a very much so an investment in what's going on and how things are going to turn out. And, um, you know, kind of the, I want to say the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, some of the secrets and how were they going to, you know, come to light and, and those kinds of things. Um this is this is one of those movies that surprised me enough that I would I would watch this again. You know, there are oh yeah. There are many of the best pick nominees that are great movies. And I'm I'm happy to have seen them, but once. I'm happy to only watch them once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and This is definitely one of those movies that I would be like, yeah, I'd watch that again for sure.
1: Yeah. Rarely does a movie encapsulate the art and also do it in such an entertaining way because normally with best pictures, if you get something that you just know is a best picture they're so this, artistic you lose the fun
2: right yeah this thing wears so many hats and it does it well it's a period piece but it doesn't feel like it's trapped in a bottle and like is unrelatable it's a coming of age story mixed with family drama but it keeps it lighthearted without being without not able to being able to take itself seriously. Cause there's some really heartbreaking moments in this film and it talks about the love of filmmaking, but it does it in a way that I don't feel is too self-serving or, you know, kind of masturbatory, um, which you can sometimes in other films. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, that mixed with insanely stellar performances from everyone, including the child actors, which anyone who's a long-running listener to the podcast <laughs> you've knows. you listened that to us a, before. <laughs> that's a big, uh, big step for me to say that. Um, and stellar cinematography mixed with exceptional directing and editing. It, it's just an all-around great package. And all of the potential bottles that it could be put into, it escapes effortlessly. Yeah. Yeah,
1: And even in spite of the drama or the friction, you never feel like these characters aren't going to be okay. Right. They're going to figure it out. Nothing is so crushing that there is no way forward. And. I personally really liked the dynamic between his parents Mm -hmm. because you have somebody who is such a straight laced, you know, this is the only way to make a a career and it's in science and it's in something reliable. And then you have a mom who's this incredible free spirit Mm -hmm. who is just kind of manic at times, but you can still tell that his father adores her. Mm-hmm. even when she's doing silly things that typically in this dynamic would embarrass the husband. Cause how, how often do we see that, that you have the sort of goofy free spirit mom and she dances around and her, you know, quote unquote dull husband is like, you're embarrassing <laughs> me. You've made a mockery of me. And you never get that here. You just kind of get for the most part, warm, warm, feelings this is a family unit yeah yeah and i thought that that was pretty great and there's definitely struggles between father and son as you would expect but at no point does the father really just feel like he he's betrayed his his son or he has no faith in his ability to make the best choices for his own life
2: it feels really honest because a lot of the times, especially when you have somebody who's looking back at their past, it's easy to kind of set a, par- a parental figure into kind of an archetype. And mm-hmm. while they have that, you know, the the more straight laced and the free spirit, they're they're not completely rigid and stuck in those in those roles. And um, there's growth and change and there's, you know, degrees and humanity and realism behind it. It's yes. it's as though, you know, Spielberg was able to see his parents are real people and not just his parents.
1: Right. Definitely. I think that's probably most evident in the way he handled his mom. Mm-hmm. He did not turn her into the villain. Yes. Like, he he was very angry with her at points in the movie, for sure. But she never really became the bad guy, exactly. Right. He was mad, and then he sort of accepted she was a person. Right. She's human, and she makes mistakes, or varying degrees of that.
2: Yeah. Man. Man. Yeah. so good <laughs> it is it is paul dano is very good. he's a national treasure that dude that guy's got a long, long career in front of him
1: yeah, he was fantastic
2: he's been great recently he's always been great,
1: but oh
0: yeah
2: kind of coming to
0: like a role like this is is probably pretty. Pretty good for his career. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he's finally getting more of those opportunities to showcase his abilities. Mm-hmm. He's always been good, but he's never been in a lot of movies that are just exceptional.
2: And what a complete opposite from another Oscar-nominated movie, The Batman, where he plays the Riddler.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. in one year, those are <laughs> polar
2: opposites. Yes, yes, quite different.
0: Quite a, a different range. character,
1: yeah. No, and and even you know Seth Rogen, yeah. You always kind of think of him as the funny guy, but he did so good in this. He is funny, but he's so heartfelt.
0: Yeah, he was very much like a. He was a very lovable character. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Too much so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, and I think he just he had so much heart and getting to see him interact with Sammy in the ways that he does and buying him the camera and things like that was just, it was just great.
2: Mm -hmm. Man.
0: Yeah, I think it kind of shows that it's like you, you essentially have three people that are, they're all human, but they all kind, they all love each other. You know, like the nobody, events in the
2: movies aren't gonna ever change that,
0: right? Exactly. Like we can't, or we're not gonna like live next door to each other or whatever anymore after they moved to to California. But you know, this is. Um, this is not going to just demolish a bond that's existed um even like you know even for him, for Benny specifically, like knowing that the fablemans were moving away, and that um uh, you know Bert was you know going like moving ahead with his career to go and do great things cuz you know he's he's this genius um that it's like there's no there's no, like there's no ill will there didn't seem to be
1: there's no animosity he doesn't seem angry about being left behind right essentially All right
0: yeah. Um Yeah, it was it was an interesting family dynamic and I can you know kind of as they did I consider him part of the family when I say a family dynamic.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, and a group of like genuinely good-hearted people which is really nice and really refreshing to see in a movie. Yeah. Your characters don't have to be bad people to make it interesting. Right. I think that gets forgotten very frequently in Hollywood.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Nuance is something that Hollywood hasn't been great at doing recently, but I do feel like this year we've gotten a few films where that has been its strong suit. And this is definitely one of them.
1: Yeah. It's definitely been a year with more fun films nominated for best picture.
2: Oh, that too. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's what and that's I think true. can kind of make a, a movie fun is when it finds its stride and doesn't rely on just absolutely crushing the soul out of people.
0: <laughs> yeah. No soul crushing needed. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Times are tough. I want to escape when I watch a movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm alive. My soul gets crushed enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: called being an adult. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, was there more before we get into our favorite scenes?
0: No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so.
2: This is a must watch. Yes, I don't absolutely. say that about every Oscar but movie we watch, but this is one. If you have not seen The Fablemans, go watch The Fablemans. It's phenomenal. It's worth your two and a half hours or however long it is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: and we didn't spoil anything at all. It really isn't
2: spoilable.
0: I mean, I guess it kind of is, but like, kind of.
2: It can't yeah. be. Yeah. I
0: suppose, but not like ruin. It's not going to ruin the movie, right? Yeah, but it's best to. View it with
2: a clean slate. Yeah, just enjoy it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, let's get into ruining the movie. By (laughs) I
0: was about to say, and then we talking about some favorite favorite scenes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I guess spoiler
0: alert. Now, before we get into that,
2: go turn the podcast off. Go watch the movie and then finish the last five minutes here. Yeah, exactly. If you haven't seen
0: it, now's the time. And then. Uh, then come back
2: <laughs>
1: right yes for our riveting favorite scene yes exactly <laughs> so who's
0: going first
1: i i can go first go for it yeah so my favorite scene is um it's definitely sammy's conversation with uncle boris God, dang it <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really that,
2: yep all three of us 100 percent. it's so uh, good it it's is. so good Finally. Okay. Is Look, that the we do first w- time
1: that all three of us have picked the same favorite scene,
2: and we just have to roll with it. Let's not do alternates.
1: Yeah, this this is, is a phenomenal
2: best picture, <laughs> and we all pick the best scene. I think that says something.
0: Yeah, I will. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make, throw else. out some honorable mentions. But Fair. <laughs> me too.
1: Yeah, but, sure. but
0: yes. Let's let's dive into that one because I I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. It's just it's the whole conversation it's everything that uncle boris has to impart in his very weird way it is this incredible wisdom that it does leave a lasting impression which was the point it's Mm -hmm. why he was so manic in his delivery he he wants to frighten him in a way so that he remembers this specific conversation
0: yeah
2: (laughs) absolutely
1: and i i thought that it was just exceptional
2: And it's not just the conversation, it's the lead up and the post and the way that that is isolated from the rest of the film. It's the mother's death. And then that goes right into her having this weird dream. And I'm like, Oh no, is she falling into madness? And this is like just step one of this like horrible, like, like progression. And no, it's uncle Benny showing up is what she was warning him about. And so this terrible thing is coming to stay at the house. How long is uncle Benny going to be there? Is that what Boris. the rest of the movie is going to be?
1: Yeah, and uncle then Boris.
2: it's that or Boris. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not Benny. Benny's, <laughs> yeah. Benny's a good guy. He's not the, the weird uncle. Right. Uncle <laughs> Boris.
2: Um, and then there's the whole scene we're talking about. And then immediately uncle Boris leaves and that awesome exit. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so great. It's such a great like little section. And I, well, I just love it. It's so yeah. great. And especially
0: the end, you know, the end of that where, um, Mitzi is like,
2: I don't know what mom was so worked up about. Right. It was fine. That was a really <laughs> nice visit. Yeah. And then yeah, when he points really at him, they all turn and look at him. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What happened?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: uh, yeah.
1: It was, I mean, it was great, especially the metaphor about lion taming.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> How's that art? <laughs> yeah.
1: But then the-,
0: the... The art is not getting your head eaten by the lion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Putting your head in a lion's mouth is brave. The art right. is not getting your head bit. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and how, you know, following his passion, his art, mm-hmm. is going to rip his heart into... You know, because I'll have to choose between his
2: family and his passion. Uh, yeah, it was. It does this genius thing, <laughs> too, because it's right in the middle of the movie and it's right at his like coming of age where he's starting to become, you know, less of a kid and more of him, his own man. And it frames the entire second half of the film because you are seeing him see things the events of his life play out as a film and how that kind of makes him detached from it.
0: Well, yeah. And it's also right before
2: he edits the, right. The, uh, vacation Uh video. And I never, I, I wouldn't have understood that in the same way if it hadn't been prefaced that way with the conversation with Uncle Boris.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. It just it was spectacular.
0: The writing for just the scene itself. Uh-huh. Kind of blows me away.
1: <laughs> yeah, he comes in with this like evil premonition and then he's just he's every he's this whole whirlwind of emotion. And he's very funny and he's very scary and he's just all these different things, you know, he's very excited and passionate. And then he's it's like cinema in human form. Yeah, he's like telling him the art's great but it's going to rip your heart out, kid. And you're like, "Oh my god." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Say goodbye to Hirsch all those is, people you love.
0: Right. Uh and Judd Judd Hirsch is awesome. Oh yeah. Like even as the even as the dad in uh, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just
1: yeah. I and I love this, his performances. In this movie. He's, he's like great in this. Got such a small oh, role yeah. in a way, but screen time wise. But he is one of the biggest impacts through the entire movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Ah. Good yeah. choice, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well done. Good us.
0: job, everyone. I'm giving myself a pat on the back. <laughs>
2: Damn straight. I think that was. A, a, it's rare that we bo- that we have a favorite scene that two of us actually agree on. Um you'd think that it happens more than it actually does. But yeah. all three of us I I don't think that this is coincidence. I think it is literally the best scene of the film. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Totally. Um we were talking about honorable mentions though. I got a couple there. Yeah, throwing yeah. out so big spoiler alert, the end of the movie. Are you going to pick scene... my honorable mention? <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Uh, the scene where he goes to see the director, Tom Son Ford. Son of or, or, a...
1: <laughs> not Tom Ford.
2: Not Tom not Ford. Tom Ford. John, John Ford. John Ford. Yes. John Ford.
1: Different director. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, that one's so funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that
0: was that was one of the ones I was going to mention as well.
2: The horizons at the bottom of the f- frame. Interesting. Horizons at the top of the frame. Interesting. Horizons in the middle. Boring as shit. <laughs> Get out of my office.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you uh, know anything about art? Art?
0: Yeah. You see that painting on the wall? Yes, sir. Go over there and look at it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Where's the horizon? Yeah. Uh, Here?
1: (laughs) Well, because he starts off with describe it. And he starts Mm -hmm. kind of describing it. No. Yeah. Where's the horizon? Then he goes to the next painting and it's the same thing. Describe it to me. And he starts describing it. No. Where's the horizon?
0: (laughs) And then, yeah. And then the fading shot where they change the horizon because he's walking away.
1: Yeah
2: yeah, I, yeah. At the at the very end <laughs> the i very love end. that meta yeah the fourth wall break right there yeah, yeah. That it's that so great really good. Uh, fantastic
0: all right so what was the other one i'm sure you're gonna steal from me
2: uh <laughs> the dinner table scene where he brings his girlfriend um to okay. dinner yeah not the same one good yeah go for it (laughs) i i just i really enjoyed that scene i was cracking up and a lot of the times when you have those tense dinner table scenes where the parents are fighting around everyone else and everyone else is talking over each other it gets chaotic and can be like overly tense and always comes to some big dramatic moment where it's like they're announcing a divorce or something like that. And it didn't, it it still came to its dramatic moment, but it did it in a lighthearted, funny way. And I just really enjoyed the banter. And I think it was another great example of the incredible dialogue and pacing of this film.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely, I think that's absolutely true.
1: Yeah. And it's Mm. kind of exceptionally relatable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was your honorable mention, Daniel?
0: Uh so my other one was uh after they uh premiere the uh the ditch day video. Mm, that's so good. And they're in the hall. Yeah, that
1: is good. Yeah.
0: Where Logan like kinda kinda comes after uh Sammy, Sam. Um for like, why'd you <laughs> why'd you make me look like that? Um, it was, it was interesting like that, that entire interaction between those two Mm -hmm. was such an interesting like character development, not so much for, for Sam. I mean, you, you get a little bit of extra insight and, you know, you get to see his ability. Yeah. Uh, kind of firsthand, um, but a little bit more so for uh, Logan's character. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of the whole, you made me look so like you made me look so perfect, so good. Uh, and I could never, I can never live up to that. Like basically, why'd you set me up for failure kind of thing? But in reality, it was, it was somewhat of an olive branch um not necessarily cuz he feels uh feels bad for you know telling on him telling on him to his girlfriend or whatever but um that i think it i think it is that he sees that there's more to him than just being a you know a jock asshole
2: yeah and I think it's also kind of the development of him as a as a filmmaker, and that absolutely outside of his personal feelings for it, he was the cinemat he was the cinematographic one. The he was the photogenic one. He's the one who looked like the hero, and yeah. a great director doesn't like try to force that away. They lean in, and that's what he did, and to humanize Logan by showing that, you know, even the perfect people feel a lot of pressure trying to be perfect and that those you may envy in one way or another still have their own set of issues.
0: Yeah. Everybody's got demons. Absolutely. They may just be different than yours. That's all. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: What about you, Rachel? You got any other that was a good good honorable mention.
1: That was a good one.
2: Anyone from you, Rachel? Since we're all going around.
1: Sure, I know. (laughs) With double favorite scenes. I feel like you have to mention really one of the first scenes in the movie with the train crash.
0: Oh yeah. The
1: the scene that starts it all. God, so many good Um I it was great i mean it's what really sets the tone for the entire movie it's his love of film of how you make this happen yeah and it's it's
0: just sat there silently in the car yeah Mm -hmm. the whole time like oh my god we broke our son
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's the one pivotal thing that changes his whole life
0: yeah Mm mm-hmm
1: and then yes, we broke our son because he's quiet. But then we buy our son a train, and he immediately crashes it so he can
0: an expensive train. This this isn't like some cheap. No, <laughs> no. so he
1: can recreate this horrible scene from a movie. Like, what <laughs> did we just raise a sociopath? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> but no, he just wants to see how it works, and he wants to figure it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he did a really like when. I know it's it's so stupid, but like, even as an adult looking at that, like now I go, wow. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's such a like, it's such an easy thing to recreate, like, especially movies back then when they have these, these instances, you can kind of look at it and theorize how to come up you know it's not computer generated or any of that kind of stuff yeah. um they're are yeah. practical effects and you know how do you do that and
1: tons of mini models yeah and models. exactly
0: yeah. and he just he just took he took his model train and you know a little um family we'll call it a handy cam even though that wasn't the name of it because that didn't exist yet but (laughs) but essentially what was back camcorder would have been a a handy cam yeah the camcorder uh and you know films films a recreation of the thing even far enough of like dumping out like whatever his toys were that were supposed to be the the people inside of the yeah. the train car. <laughs> I think it was
2: like Moses who was in the, in the actual, the automobile, the car.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Using what's on hand. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, it was just, it was ingenious. Um, Loved it. Yeah. I would have watched that and gone, wow. Well, you're, <laughs> you've got a talent. Uh-huh. You've got a talent kid. And yeah. he did. Well, and obviously, if it's supposed to be autobiographical, you know, <laughs> he did okay. He's all right.
2: Yeah, only
0: became the
2: greatest living director of our Yeah, life.
0: one of the greatest directors of all time. You know, yeah. no biggie. That's normal, right? <laughs> Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan, E.T., Indiana Jones. This, that's that's, that's normal.
1: Jaws. Everybody can do
0: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh Lincoln, uh, West Lincoln, Side Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The list. Yeah, Bridge of Spies, War Horse. I mean, it, this it's
2: is insane.
1: <laughs> we don't need to list them all off. This and we're not even getting into end. producer.
0: No, that's just director. Hook, Jurassic right. Park. I mean,
2: yeah, crap, exactly.
0: <laughs> the Color Purple. Holy fifty <laughs> percent of
2: every major <laughs> film of uh, the last thirty years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah! Amazing, good job, Steven Spielberg. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> he's that's what he's done it for. He was waiting for your pat on the back, Daniel.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His entire life has culminated into a single event, and you're welcome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, on that note, I think we've uh, about exhausted the Fablemans.
1: Yes. Yes
2: hopefully you enjoyed our coverage of it if you did then please go online and like and subscribe thank you for joining us throughout this oscar season and uh hopefully you've uh, checked out our other episodes if you haven't then feel free to go and check those out we'll be coming out soon with our oscar predictions and then after the event we will uh do a recap so stay tuned for those and uh more, most importantly make sure to join us next time on were you not entertained